Genesis 21, verse 1 through 7. The Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did to Sarah as he had promised. And Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the time which God had spoken to him. Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Abraham was 100 years old when Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh over me. And she said, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? And yet, I've borne him a son in his old age. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. All right. It will. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Almost. Happy Advent. <laughs> we're we're rolling through the Advent here. Yeah, and um yeah, I'm I uh you know, I love this whole saga. I know you guys have been anticipating the birth of Isaac. Sure have. And I just got to be here. I'm like the guy that showed up at the hospital right as yeah, the baby yeah, was yeah, being born. Just to catch the baby. Yeah. 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 And uh, but I'm happy to be here for for little Isaac. I really if you think about it, one of the, I think, most impactful, most interesting stories in the Bible, it, it, it points to, obviously, the faith of Abraham and of Sarah and, the obviously, the faithfulness of God. Um, but it was a long journey getting here. But, but one of the things I like about this story, and we can talk about this particular passage here in just a moment, but the saga of this story is a lot of times like this is how faith is. It's mm-hmm. not always perfect. It's mm-hmm. not always God said you'll have a son. And Abraham and Isaac said, great, we will wait for you. Mm-hmm. A lot of times our faith is mixed with doubt and sometimes mm-hmm. even mixed with disobedience and sometimes mixed with, you know, as we have seen in this story, laughter. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's mixed with uh, all of these different emotions Um and I, I like that the Bible is like that because this is not just some myth that, you know, I mean, obviously Abraham is the faith is this faithful one, but it never depicts Abraham's faith as perfect, as mm. without doubt, without question, without confusion. Um, and obviously in the same way, our faith is like that. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, we, we've talked about how God, uh, you know, first of all, there's a sense of irony, Abram means exalted father, unable to have kids. God continues, you know, he repeats this promise to Abram many times that he will have a son and yet they continue childless. And in one of God's reassuring moments, he renames him Abraham, which means father of a multitude. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, then Abraham, he he just pleads with God that he would just let Ishmael be the the chosen one and, and just... Then they can call it a done deal, meet in the middle. And, and and he laughs saying, you know, is a son going to be born to me? I'm like as good as dead. Right. And, and so that's where Isaac's name, he laughs. That's where it comes from. Yeah. And so um, Jackson and I, we were talking about how every time we say the name Abraham, father of a multitude, we're basically confirming, you know, and affirming God's faithfulness to to his promise because Abraham is the father of a multitude now. Amen. And you know, I think we can say the same about Isaac that you know, if you put yourself in Abraham's shoes, he 
the sun comes and, and what joy and relief and, and worship would have accompanied that moment. And every time he calls his son by his name, he's reminded of his unbelief his and God's faithfulness. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I think that that's, you know, such, such a, a rich part of the story if we, you know, think about it on human terms. Right. I mean, yeah, as I, as I said, as you're saying, like, this is just how faith is. I mean, it's an encouragement. It should be an encouragement to everybody that's listening. Like, we live in faith. Mm-hmm. And our faith is not always perfect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and sometimes our faith is very small. And sometimes our faith can be really big. And, you know, as we've said before, it's it's not the strength of your faith that ultimately matters. It's the object of your faith mm-hmm. that ultimately matters. And Abraham's faith was in the Lord, in the promises of the Lord. And I love how, you know, it begins. It says, the Lord did to Sarah as he had promised. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's just this great reminder of the promises of God. Now, you know, one little interesting note that I just wanted to, to draw out. There is obviously this circumcision scene mm-hmm. in here, um, and you know I, I find it important to talk about circumcision. Circumcision is one of those weird Bible things, <laughs> um, but it's it's actually incredibly important. And and I want to kind of connect it to something that we do that's also incredibly important. It's a covenantal sign. What was God's promise to Abraham? I mean, again, when you talk about the name change. Yeah, it's this offspring oriented covenant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The blessing will come through the offspring. The blessing to many nations will come through the offspring. And so in a sense, the the you know, in the same kind of way as calling the name, um, you know, uh calling his son's name, and not to be too graphic here, but like Abraham was being reminded, if you will, by this covenantal sign over and over again, that there was this forthcoming offspring that there he had received this offspring oriented sign mm-hmm. and of course whenever a child was circumcised so right here the the circumcision ceremony of Isaac was almost a future looking there was okay there's something beyond Isaac right mm-hmm. Isaac has come but this is not the the fullness of the promise of God mm-hmm. so all throughout Israel's history there was this offspring oriented sign mm-hmm. and it was a bloody offspring oriented sign. Yeah. And of course, ultimately the offspring we read about in Galatians did come, mm-hmm. namely Jesus, who was bloodied for the blessing of many nations. Amen. And in a, in a similar way now, you know, our kind of new covenantal sign is is baptism and and baptism is the same kind of thing. It's a promise to us, it's a sign of the covenant that God has made with us mm-hmm. that though we die one day in Christ, we will be raised, yeah. and that we have this hope of life. It's a it, it's a life oriented sign, yeah. um, and the blessing of God in obviously His coming kingdom. So, there's a lot going on in this little passage, actually, yeah. uh, even and, in just some of these reminder kind of things, the yeah. names, the signs. They're all reminders to us toward faith. Yeah. And, you know, just as Abraham, Isaac, his very name is a reminder to him of God's faithfulness and his unbelief. You know, if if we look, you know, we're in Advent. If we look to the ultimate offspring, Jesus, Yahweh saves is his name. Yeshua. Yeah. yeah. Every time that we look at that name, it, it ought to be a reminder that we need to be saved. You, right. you know, that there, there is even embedded there, this reminder That's good. that God's faithfulness in Christ is because of our unbelief and our, our faithlessness. And so even here, we just 
We just see this reminder of an offspring who will come despite our faithlessness because of our faithlessness and, and uh, you know, fulfill these great promises of and, God. And not to make this the longest ODR ever, but like the one other just thought on that is you think about Advent, like a thought that we should have in Advent. Yahweh saves. I mean, just I love that idea. Mm-hmm. It's a great thought for those who are not believers, like Yahweh saves. Yahweh yep. is going to bring salvation. Yep. And he has brought salvation to us in Jesus. Believe in him and be saved. Yep. But it's also a great reminder to those of us who are believers, like Yahweh saves. Like Yahweh has brought a means of salvation for us in the first coming of Jesus. Mm-hmm. But Yahweh will save us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think about the person today that is dealing with loss, that's dealing with pain, that's dealing with sickness, that's dealing with suffering, that's dealing with financial trials, that's dealing with a wayward child, that's dealing with uh, a sick parent. I mean, all of the things that we face in this age of misery, to quote the old catechism, Yahweh saves. And and one day there will be a day when the, the full salvation of Christ is known. So let's not only look to the first coming of Jesus, but keep looking to the second coming of Jesus when this salvation is fully and finally known. Amen. For Will Carlisle, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.